snipers, you have to see what's happening to the Bitcoin price this Thursday as we now have a confirmed breakout on the hourly chart above the previous weekly open at 21,000 US dollars. This has been the major immediate short term resistance level, which is now a major support level. While you're watching this video, we have to hold above 21,000 US dollars. I'm here with Joshua Earp. Once again, his YouTube channel link is in the description below. And we're going to focus on the immediate short term for Bitcoin snipers. Smash like button for the YouTube algorithm if you support this content. So right now we don't see any major volume. But what's very important to keep in mind right now is Bitcoin has been inside of this descending channel. And we're going to put this channel up on the chart just to start off with, because you can see there is confluence right now for Bitcoin. If we can get some follow through with this breakout on the hourly chart, we already have our first hourly candle fully above the $21,000 level. There's confluence here and an area of interest around $24,000 US dollars that Bitcoin can potentially come and test. And that is currently what we're monitoring for the immediate short term, because if we were to just look at the range that Bitcoin is currently playing in, we also have this consolidation high and the exact number is twenty one thousand eight hundred and eighty eight. And so if we can start seeing candles get above twenty one thousand eight hundred and eighty eight, it is almost a guarantee. Nothing is guaranteed in life, but almost a guarantee that this twenty four thousand dollar level can come on the table. Josh, I know that you have your chart pulled up and I'd love for you to share your screen and talk about the immediate short term as well. We'll quickly dissect some revolving parts. Celsius, by the way, has fully paid off their WBTC loan. And a lot of people were watching that liquidation price for Celsius, which was initially around twenty two thousand. And they've now completely paid off that maker Dow loan. And so that is now off the table. And maybe that was the invisible force that was holding Bitcoin down for quite some time that's now come off the table and we're starting to see Bitcoin's price react to this by seeing some pressure relieved from the bearish end with Bitcoin now moving back above twenty one thousand US dollars the previous weekly open. So this is very positive. We'll take some questions from our live audience. Swamp Gator and Freedom are on the live stream. Thank you all for tuning into the live stream. But when it comes to four dimensional revolving parts, I want you to remember the DXY is still a bearish puzzle piece showing strength continuing to break multi decade highs over the last three days. And we also have a confirmation with the Euro to USD pairing continuing to show weakness that we're in a risk off environment. And now we're forming new lows today as well. And something that's going to be very interesting to watch right now is going to be the Bitcoin against spy pairing. What you'll notice here, snipers with the Bitcoin against spy pairing is that we haven't formed further lows. And that's a very positive sign to assume that we could see some strength and maybe a decoupling effect from Bitcoin against the equity markets. You can see we've pretty much broken some of these resistance levels that was pretty much holding down this chart. And so what I'd like to see is more strength for Bitcoin against the spy. And this isn't a surprise for those that have been tuned to the Cypress channel. We know on that day that oil was down 12 percent. We saw Bitcoin against the spy move above its monthly and weekly open. And so that was starting to show some strength. And now we're getting a little bit more follow through there. So hopefully what we could see over the next few days, we have one more business day left for equity markets to be open tomorrow is that Bitcoin against the S&P 500 
can decouple and decorrelate, but on the bullish end, by seeing strength against the S&P 500, that would be the most positive sign. And the main goal for this chart is to get above this 200 week moving average, which we've yet to come and test. We already have two full weekly candles below the 200 week moving average. If we can get above the 200 week moving average for the Bitcoin against SPY chart, that could potentially indicate a full on reversal, not just in the immediate short term, but even in the immediate medium term. And I say that because if we look at Bitcoin against the S&P 500, you can see during the 2018 bottom and even in 2020, we never crossed below the 200 week moving average with full weekly candles. This is the first time that we're experiencing this. And so to get above the 200 week moving average for Bitcoin against the SPY, I think is extremely important for the bulls. And we want to keep a neutral perspective on this channel. And so we're going to address the bearish scenario as well. But the one bullish puzzle piece that we've had on the table over the last few days has also been this Ethereum to Bitcoin chart. And you can see we are trying to break this consolidation high right now as we speak. And that's allowing the Ethereum to US dollar price to come inside of this channel here where it has a resistance of 1277 and right now a major support at 1165. Josh, I'd love to hear your thoughts about the immediate short term, and then we'll take some questions from our live audience. And for those that have been talking about these live streams versus the iPhone quick updates that I post, I'm going to continue to post those iPhone quick updates when they matter the most. And so maybe even expect another video out a little bit later today, not on the live stream. But Josh, go ahead and tell us yeah, and show us what you sure. got on your charts. I'll go ahead and switch to your screen here. And we'll take some questions from the live audience immediately afterwards. A hundred percent. Thank you so much, Naeem. I couldn't do this all without you, man. He's, he's the one that taught me everything I know. <clears throat> now, um, I do want to say the cool thing about, you know, this YouTube channel in, in particular is that you can go back and you can watch the previous videos and see that everything that we've called out has ended up coming to fruition. That's the cool part is that everything's documented. It's not like we're saying, you know, oh, you know, go long and then all of a sudden it goes short or goes short and then all of a sudden it starts pumping. We're literally giving you the play by play. And it's not because we're God or, or we know what's going to happen or predictions or anything like that. We're simply observing the previous chart history and we're simply, you know, basically showing you the most likely scenario. So, so the whole thing is if you go back, you know, you'll see that Naeem, was, and Naeem is the one that not only discovered this pattern before anybody else, but also Naeem was the one that, that said, I'm very confident. Like right around this area, if I were to take my brush right here, right around this area, you'll remember Naeem saying that he was going long and he's very confident in his long position. And if you just go back in time, you'll see that everything that he has said has ended up coming true, you know, on, on these live streams that we've been doing. And so like he literally called this. I mean, you literally can't, can't get any better than that for a long position. I mean, you nailed this thing. And then not only that, but, you know, <clears throat> we shorted this. We said, go short here. Look, it happened. Even yesterday, we said for, for the immediate short term, you know, we're, we're in a short, but it's we're using higher leverage. And when we use higher leverage, we're in and out like a cold shower. We're not sticking around. We're so close to the apex that we even told you it was very dangerous. So we took a short, made money on that. And then we also longed this breakout that we're seeing right here. And if you go back and also watch the videos, you'll be able to see that we said, you know, if it breaks to the upside, that's where we go long and set our stop loss right here. So by the way, this 
this uh, red line, red dotted line, this is my entry and my stop loss. So my entry and stop loss for this long position right now is at break even. And ironically enough, there's confluence there because that's where the volume weighted average price is. And so the volume weighted average price is one of the most important, the VWAP we call it, is one of the most important things for, for this short-term price action of, of Bitcoin. Okay, it's one of, arguably one of the most important moving averages, right? And so, so ironically enough, I entered at the VWAP, the breakout, I went long, I am on a little bit higher leverage than usual, just because I've been so confident in my positions lately. You know, we've been calling this thing left and right, like literally left and right. We've been calling this one after the other. So when you know that you have a high probability of always being right, um, not to say we won't lose, you know, maybe one out of 10, or sorry, one to two out of 10 trades. And that's fine because we're human. You can't always predict what's going to happen. Um, but you can react to what's going to happen. So, so the moment that I saw this thing breaking out, it was around four or five this morning. I was like, I, I got to go long. What do I have to lose? I mean, and the one out of two trades that out of every 10 that we may lose, you know, we're, we're risking a very little amount because we're, we're literally like, look, this is my entry and stop loss. So if it comes down and hits my stop loss, like I break even. Worst case, I pay a little small amount in fees. It's really not a big deal at all. And so... So the, it's so important to tune in every single day and listen to what Naeem is saying and, and going over all the things. Like if he tells you he's confident in a long position, that means that most likely the price is going to pump. I mean, he literally called it all the way down here. I mean, hell, he even had it down here even, you know? And so it really just pays attention uh, or it, it really uh, pays off to, to pay attention. Now, with all that being said, I did want to cover a few things uh, in the immediate short term, Okay. So basically, the whole thing is here, guys, is yes, we have this ascending triangle, or as you would say, symmetrical triangle. These blue lines, and this video is mostly going to be tailored towards the immediate short term. And so the whole thing is, guys, is this right here, we're hoping is the bottom, 17.5 roughly. It's always served as the bottom. But we do, as Naeem has also mentioned, have this resistance right here around, you know, on my chart, it's around 22,000 because if we had it, we almost hit it here. You know, we, we did hit it here and we struggled to come above it. Now we've broke, broken out to the upside of the symmetrical triangle. So what I'm going to do is I'm probably going to sell 25% of my position right at 22,000. And I'm going to take that as profit. And then I'm probably going to take my stop loss and I'm going to move it up to being in profit. I'm not going to move it up a whole lot because I still want to give it room and I don't want it to stop me out of this trade because I believe we could see further upside here. So, so that's something that I'm doing just to let our viewers know is, yes, I'm in profit right now. I am using a little bit more higher leverage than usual. That's only because I'm confident in the position. And on top of that, you know, I'm going to be selling 25% of my position in this area. I may not wait for it exactly because it may front run the 22,000 level, which means it may come up right before, you know, right around this area or so, and then just kind of stop and then and do that whole thing. So I'm just going to play it safe rather than sorry. And then at that point, once I sell 25% and my stop loss is in profit or my stop loss is even in break even, I've officially won the trade. That means I'm in a, a very low risk, actually no risk type of situation with only unlimited reward and upside. So that's what I'm currently doing right now. Now, one thing I wanted to point out that's very interesting is uh, there's a concept in technical analysis called the measured move. And, uh, and essentially, and this is another thing that I learned from Naeem, so... Um, whenever he talks, I definitely listen, that's for sure. Um, but if you measure the distance from the top to the bottom of the symmetrical triangle, 
that can give you an idea of what the, you know, once we have a confirmed direction of what the target would be for a breakout or a breakdown. So what I thought was interesting, and if you go back, once again, this is the beauty of having a YouTube channel. If you go back, I remember saying, this was probably about, man, close to a week ago or so, I would imagine now, I said, if we do see further upside, I believe, you know, obviously this red line that Naeem has talked about coming down, that's a very big point of resistance. So I would sell 25% here. I might sell another, you know, 50% maybe around this area, maybe a little before, just in case it front runs that line. And then when, once we get closer to 28,000, that's where I'm going to be looking to close my long position. Um, at least 75% of my position I'm going to close because I think this could be some resistance because this was the, this was the previous support at 28,000. This was the previous support. So that would explain that that would make sense of why that would be the new resistance because support becomes resistance and resistance becomes support. It's called flipping, right? And so it's, it's not, it's not ironic to me that, you know, when you take the measured move that it lines up damn near perfectly with the previous support. So that's where I'm going to be looking to take most of the profit. Um, and that's kind of the way that I'm playing this right now. Um, that's why I wake up at four in the morning, check my phone and see where the price is. And, and then I go back to sleep after I set an inch. You know? <laughs> so uh, not sleep trading, but I call it, you know, wake trading essentially. Right. Cause remember we don't want to sleep trade unless we're very confident in a position and we have a stop loss set to break even then it's okay. So that's essentially what I'm looking at now. If this would have broken out to the downside, let's just, you know, just for the, for, for the sake of it, let's just say, okay, this broke out to the downside. What would we be looking at? We'd be looking at somewhere around the next support being 14,000, which we also called out on the channel. And it's kind of, you know, farther away from our $3,000 support level. Thank God, right? Because who the hell wants this to go all the way down to 3,000? But it just goes to show you that it's, everything's lining up perfectly. I'm personally in a long position. That doesn't mean that you should be in a long position because we're not financial advisors. This is not financial advice, um, but you just want to take calculated risks. And so as far as I'm concerned, you know, there is no risk because my, my entry and stop losses at the same level. So even if I were to sell 25% of my position now, which if this thing starts tanking, you know, best believe I'm going to panic sell, you know, 25% of this real quick. And then if it hits my stop loss, then I still won the trade. And so that's ideally what you guys want to be doing. You don't want to be guessing. You don't want to be predicting. You don't want to remember there's five outcomes of a trade. We've said it several times, but you know, number five is a big loss. You want to eliminate that completely. So, so that's what we're doing, guys. We're sticking to the script. We're, we're doing what we say. We're saying what we do. I'm on high leverage right now. I don't even know what is my, what percentage am I at in profit right now? I am at 153%, 154% profit right now. Now, once again, I'm in very high leverage, but it's only because when you know what's about to happen, you know, leverage is a tool, okay? And and everybody talks shit about high leverage. Oh, don't use high leverage. And I agree. For the most part, especially if you're a beginner trader, you don't want to use high leverage. But if you know what's going to happen and you're very confident in your position and, you're, and your stop loss is very close to your entry and you, you see the trade start going your way and you see all these indications of everything starting to go your way, at that point, you want to use all... Leverage is, is just a tool. It's a tool that's meant to be used responsibly, of course, but just because you're high leverage doesn't mean you're, you are necessarily using it irresponsibly. You know, if you're guessing and gambling and you're not, if you don't have a, a confirmed breakout or, or if there's something happening 
that you're unsure of and you're using high leverage, of course, you're probably going to get wrecked. So we but, do have... Absolutely. Yeah, I'm basically done with what I was going to say. But all I was going to say is, yeah, like, like if you knew what was going to happen and you're in the middle of a winning trade, it's silly to not up the leverage because you want to be getting the most of, that you can out of these moves because it's not every single day that we see a lot of big moves like this. So, so that's basically all I wanted to say, guys. Um, that's my game plan. And uh, let me turn it back over to you. Well, it's interesting that you have that $28,000 target as the measured move because as our glass crypto said on the live chat, if we go into the Bitcoin CME charts, there is a very clear CME gap here at 28,740 to 27,365. And so that measured move could potentially come up to fill this CME gap. And I see a lot of people are asking about potential fake out like Beyondsfo, Girl Geek, and even D Varsani saying, could we potentially have a fake out here with this breakout? Well, I think that we have to look at a couple of different factors if we were to assume that this is a fake out. Now, the first thing is if we pull up this Ichimoku cloud on the six hour, you can see we have now gotten above the Ichimoku cloud, which we've done that in the past when we've seen a fake out. But we were at least able to come and test this channel resistance of the descending channel that has been holding us down for this downtrend. And so if a similar fractal were to occur here that occurred here when Bitcoin was trending around 30,000. Now that we're trending around 20,000, that would indicate we do come to see that test of the channel resistance around 24,000. And I think that would be the real fake out. I don't know if the fake out would just come here in the immediate short term because we're clearly getting a breakout right now above the previous weekly open. There's fundamentals to back this breakout. Celsius fully paid off their WBTC loan. So there's no bad actors that are really trying to get Celsius liquidated at this point. And so I think that the fake out really would come if we come to test the channel resistance here at 24,000, reject it. And then we don't come to fill the $28,000 CME gap and we just see Bitcoin trend back down finding resistance at the channel resistance around 24,000. So I think that that's the fake out opinion. Now, somebody did men mention here that this pump will liquidate most of the bears. Uh, and, and, and that tends to happen when you see yeah. a pump like this in a downtrend. A lot of times we'll start to see a lot of short positions get liquidated. But let's see the revolving parts. Are they justifying this to be a fake out for Bitcoin? Well, just notice how the equity markets on June 15th, I keep on bringing us back here. We saw the equity markets move above that candle high. And since then, we haven't seen a continuation of the trend. But if Bitcoin were to just do exactly what the S&P 500 has done, and let's say that Bitcoin against SPY starts to decouple and outperform, we get above that 200 week moving average, which is why it's so important to watch then I think it's important to just monitor this market structure for the S&P 500 because Bitcoin still has the justification you can see from this June 15th candle high to at least get once again towards this level of interest where we have a lot of confluence here at 24,000 and that would follow what the equity markets have already done. But I don't see much just justification just yet to confirm that we could see a further breakout to even come to test the 50 day moving average, which is significant in my opinion, because you can see the 50 day moving average is actually sitting above the major resistance and the major channel resistance. And so the 50 day moving average is a huge puzzle piece. If we can get above that, that would start to really put the bears on edge. And 
you'll certainly start to see people talking about 17,600 being the Bitcoin bottom. And so is this the bottom? Could we justify this as a bottom? Well, I think we clearly have a W pattern forming here. And so I think that that $22,000 level that you have drawn out on your chart. Double bottom, yeah. Exactly. So that $22,000 level makes sense to keep on that chart, potentially even take some initial profits from the long positions oh, yeah. that we took when Bitcoin was below 20,000. I think that it would make sense to take some profits off the table at 22,000 because that also is a major level getting above 22,000 and really the exact number here 21,888 could be that final confirmation that we need that 24,000 is coming on the table. But right now we could say that things are looking good. The daily candle so far looks really good. I think that that's a very positive note. Now, remember, we do have CPI numbers coming out this weekend, and so that could affect the markets. Maybe we're just seeing a rally before the CPI numbers come out. I think that that's important to keep in mind. And we also know that the Nasdaq is very correlated to Bitcoin. So let's pull up the Nasdaq and see what's happening with its moving average, because if I'm not mistaken, if we were to just look at this six hour chart for the Nasdaq, we haven't yet crossed above the 200 period moving average. And in the past, this has been a very strong resistance for the Nasdaq. You can see that's what initiated the continued downtrend two rejections of the 200 period moving average here. And that continued the downtrend. And so when we came to test that initially, we failed. And then you can see even at the start of the downtrend, when we broke below that 200 day moving average on the six hour, it was rejected here and that continued to sell off the market. There was one time that we got above it for a short amount of time. And so I think that right now for the Nasdaq, it hasn't also proved that this is a reversal just yet. I think seeing a little bit more upside to at least knock out this high here to form a higher high and then now it puts us above the 200 period moving average is going to be more of a solid confirmation of this move as well. So right now, what we'll pretty much say is that the outside environment is giving Bitcoin the opportunity to see this breakout and it could even go as far as 24,000 and still be justified by the outside environment. But beyond 24,000 right now, I think isn't as justified. And that's why that's the range resistance for those that are tuned into the Cypress channel. We've been talking about the range resistance here. It's twenty four thousand US dollars. And now we're getting that first confirmation that we were looking for. And that first checkpoint we have conquered so far at twenty one thousand US dollars. That's the major support. As long as we stay above twenty one thousand US dollars and we start to get more and more candle confirmations on the larger time frames, you can see we have a bullish four hour candle that potentially could close here in less than 20 minutes. This looks like a bullish continuation candle. As long as we maintain this candle symmetry, we could still expect a lot of volatility to continue pushing us up towards 24,000. And so things aren't looking bad. This is exactly what we were expecting. We knew that this bottom here, when the purpose spot Bitcoin ETF started to sell the 24,000 Bitcoin that it had in the open market was the reason we broke the 2018 previous all time high. And then since then, every time we've come below that, we've finally came back above it. And now we're really starting to see fulfillment and we're starting to see the fundamentals move towards our favor, such as what's happening with Celsius. That was something that we kept talking about. We were like, man, Celsius, they're not telling us what's going on with their withdrawals being locked up. Now we know that they paid off their WBTC position. And so that's relieving some 
pressure from Bitcoin. I think that's a big reason why we're seeing this breakout. And Martin says, no way. You said moon cycles means we're going down. That's what they're talking about. Do you want to mention the moon cycles, Josh? I know. We yeah, 100%. About and if you look back at the previous moon cycle, by the way, I just sold the uh, 50% of my position. I was only planning on selling uh, 25% of my position, but looked like we started to hit maybe a little bit of possible resistance. Um, so, so what I did is I just sold literally 50% of my entire position. And then my stop loss is at 20812 So I'm going to boost my stop loss up real quick to, uh, let's see. And then I'll handle this question. You know, um, and I'll, I'll mention. Loss. Yeah, if you just want to talk for one second, I'm just editing my stop loss real quick and yeah. drop it. Yeah, I'll mention this. I really like that Bitcoin against the SPY is showing continuation of strength above this higher low. And so to me, I think what we really want to see is Bitcoin starting to outperform the S&P 500 again. So what I'm really going to be monitoring right now, you can see we're coming close to this 200 week moving average. I think this is going to be a make it or break it for Bitcoin. If we can get above that 200 week moving average, that's going to be a big deal. As a matter of fact, even if this candle can get even a wick into this 200 week moving average, I think that would be a very good thing to see because you can see that could certainly be justified as a bottom in a more macro term. And so Bitcoin against the S&P 500, that's important because if we start to outperform the S&P 500, then Bitcoin could really start to see some larger moves to the upside. And so I think that's really what we want to see here. Go ahead. Yeah, let me, whenever you're ready, I'll, I'll just answer. I want to answer that guy's question because uh, that's an important question. I just wanted to make sure that I took profit and I put my stop loss in profit. Um, okay, so let me share my screen real quick. And uh, hopefully we're going to be able to, we have some short-term resistance right now at 22,000. Hopefully we can break through it. But if not, I already took 50% profit. Um, I'm on higher leverage right now. So that's why I took 50% profit instead of 25% because you really don't want to mess around when you're on high leverage. And my stop loss is now at 21,184. So it is in profit and it's far enough away to where I hope it doesn't get hit. But if it does, you know, I just made a lot of profit. So I'm, I'm all good. Um, but anyway, so you guys can see my screen, right? Yes. Okay. So the whole thing is like, I'm glad he asked about the moon phases. He said, Hey, I thought you mentioned the moon phases. Um, you know, I thought you said it was going to be bearish and, and I wasn't a short and I made money, you know, when it came down and I exited my position, I was very clear about that. But also if you go back, you know, about one, maybe even two live streams ago, when we were talking about the symmetrical triangle, we said, if it breaks to the upside, we said, we want to go long. Right. And this is just trading one-on-one. This isn't like advice that like we came up with all out of ourselves. This is like investopedia 101. You know, like if, it, if you're in a, in a formation, a triangle formation, and it breaks to the upside, you go long and set your stop loss right below your entry, experience that breakout. Or if it breaks down, you want to go short and put your stop loss right at your entry, right at the breakdown, and then you want to short that, right? So we, we were very clear on what to do regarding this pattern. So as soon as you saw this thing breaking out, you know, unless you just happen to be brand new to this channel and come in at the very last minute or whatnot, then that's understandable too. But we always want to give you the bullish and the bearish scenario. And so the whole thing is the moment you saw this thing break out, um, you can see my stop loss, this red dashed line is in profit now. 
my entry is down here at the volume beta average price. You should have known to go long, right? Unless you're just like some beginner trader that has no idea what a triangle even is and, and you're just kind of guessing. At that point, you shouldn't be trading at all anyway. Um, but, but to answer his question, I do want to answer his question because he had a very great question. So let's go to the daily. Okay. And let's hope we can break past 22,000. I'll sell the other 50%. I might sell another 25% between here and 28,000 if we break through. Um, so here's the thing. Let's go to moon phases. Okay. And we're on the daily. And you might be saying, well, well, what about this moon phase? You know, like it's supposed to, to go down. Right. So, so yeah, so it's supposed to go down, but here's the thing. We, if we look back and you can see this kind of U-shaped recovery, right? It's like down and then up. If we look back, first of all, it's just the indicator. We've told you several times on the channel, do not rely solely on indicators. You know, we have told you specifically on the channel, do not rely on indicators. Indicators are meant to be used as simply an indication. That's why it's called an indicator. You never trade based off of indicators. That's how you get wrecked. Um, so the whole thing is, uh, one second here, let's see. Okay, sorry, I had somebody calling me. But, but here's the whole thing. If you look what happened last time we were in the moon phase, okay? Whenever we had this full moon that indicated going short, look what happened. We had a huge breakout of a triangle, a U-shaped recovery, and then we just immediately dumped, okay? Now, look at what's happening right now. We have a breakout to the upside of a triangle, even though we're still in a, in a full moon. And, and chances are, if we do dump from here, we're going to see a lot more further downside. And so what I'm waiting, that's why I sold 50% of my position and my long position from this breakout at this resistance at 22,000. That's why I literally just sold 50% of my position because what happened the last time we were in a a moon phase. It wasn't that the moon phase was wrong and that, you know, this price started pumping and then it just kept pumping forever. It's that there was a break out to the upside of the, in this case, descending triangle, not symmetrical triangle, but there was a breakout to the descending triangle to the upside. And then once it had that U-shaped recovery, then it dumped. And when I say dumped, I mean, this is like a huge dump. I mean, this is crazy, right? I think if you oh. don't mind, Josh, um, what would be interesting for me to check here is if we were to just look at the fractal and just take a ghost pattern of the fractal here, because they are very similar. And let's see how this would look. If we were to just kind of overlay this here, yeah. you could see very similar price action. I mean, my gosh, look how similar this is here. Uh, as a matter of fact, um, this is let's hope, it let's hope it doesn't play out, you know. Right. So if there was a fake out, I think this is what it would potentially look like because this would follow the same fractal that faked out the longs and the shorts here at the thirty thousand dollar range. So we cannot say that it's off the table for the twenty thousand dollar range, right? And so. I think that when it comes to the bearish scenario, that's why we have to rely on 24,000 being the real confirmation of this being a potential reversal, a potential bottom. I think the first confirmation of that to really confidently say, okay, this was 
a bottom in the immediate short term. Maybe in December we could see lower prices. Maybe even a year from now we could see lower prices. But for right now, this is the bottom. I think 24,000 is important because if we just follow the fractal from what happened to that previous one, we are still following the same pattern that occurred here where we, we broke out of that triangle uh, and, and then eventually uh, failed. And so, you know, that would say that we wouldn't get to 24,000. We would just form uh, another higher high here. And then that could potentially bring price down. And there would be a lot of reasons for this to happen just to clear out short positions, for example, or to even exactly. trap long positions here. And so that's why it was important exactly. to get into a long position if you were to take a long at the breakout uh, or at the support of the symmetrical triangle. We decided to take it at the support of the symmetrical triangle because I was bullish on Bitcoin when we started to come back below the 2018 previous all-time high here. So uh, it's interesting to see that fractal. You know, uh, one thing I'll mention right off the bat for those that are watching the replay, I want to get this in the video as fast as possible, is, you know, not only is it important to watch Bitcoin against the SPY to see if we can reconquer that 200-week moving average, but it's going to be important to watch Bitcoin itself and its reaction here when we get to this 200-week moving average. I think that's very important. It's currently sitting right around that $22,600 level. That's going to be a huge checkpoint as well for Bitcoin. On the monthly chart, wow, look at that. We're back above the 50-month moving average. And so we're already getting a nice push up. And I'm not surprised to see this. Wow, that's huge. You know why this is actually huge? It's because of the fact that if you all remember, when this new monthly candle opened up and when the old one closed, the bulls on the last seven minutes of the close decided to bring Bitcoin above the major level of 19,798. And I talked about this in our last live stream. When we look at Bitcoin on a monthly chart, we could certainly and confidently say that this right here at 20,000 US dollars, the $19,798 level, the 2018 previous all time high, which in garden variety market behavior, previous resistance should turn into support. Right now, it is a support level. It's not a resistance level. And we said that yesterday because of the monthly candle and the way that it closed, it was a clear indication wow. that that That's was it. a support level. Exactly. So this current monthly candle, let's see how far it could go. Is this the bottom it could certainly be the bottom every indicator sure. on the fundamental side and on-chain indicator shows that yeah. we are the yellow in a position line, to right? bottom out exactly the yellow we test the yellow, the yellow line, line. one positive thing we can look at here is the ethereum price back above the 200 week moving average that's huge for the ethereum price uh if we look at bitcoin against the money supply now we're starting to dig even deeper into these four-dimensional revolving parts Let's look at that. We haven't gotten to the 50 month moving average when it comes to Bitcoin against the money supply. So that's still not as bullish as Bitcoin spot price. So I think that this is certainly not a surprise because we know markets love to keep the bulls and the bears on the edge. And so for those that are expecting a fake out, I think the best thing to watch is 24,000 because yeah. once again, if we follow the same fractal that Josh just mentioned, uh, that would pretty much look very similar to what we're seeing right now to what happened back when Bitcoin was in the $30,000 range that we're seeing this breakout. If this was a fake out, we don't make it to 24,000. Wow. That's very eerie how much, how perfect that lines up. And that's another thing that we laid on the table that we also said on the channel is that 
it, it would make sense that to clear out all the shorts before we continue further down the downside. Um, so that's something that's a possibility on the table. But also, you know, it's I, you know, it's going to sound crazy saying this, but seventeen five may have been, you know, the bottom, and if not the absolute bottom, it at least was the local bottom. You know, so it's not far fetched to believe. I mean, if we see any too much further downside below seventeen thousand five hundred. And that's when things are really, really going to get bearish, right? So, so let's just hope that twenty thousand holds. But if twenty thousand doesn't hold the support, then I think that we're going to see, you know, a lot of room for some potential, potential downside. Anthony um, Karen says, "Guys, you need to sub to Josh now <laughs> on the chat." You know, it's funny yeah. to say that, Josh, about the bottom. You know, there there are other indicators, and I'm sure you guys have all seen the on-chain indicators that we could be in a bottom, and so there's a justification of that, but. The other thing that we looked at when oil was down over 12% was the gold to Bitcoin chart, especially with gold selling off recently, potential leading indicator of deflation. But remember what happened as well. The gold to Bitcoin chart came below its weekly and monthly open. Now we're seeing follow through with the downside here, which means that Bitcoin is strengthening against gold. In the past, when we've seen Bitcoin bottom, Bitcoin has actually never been able to reach this 200 week moving average when it comes to its valuation of gold against Bitcoin. Every single cycle that we've seen since 2017, we've only came above the 100 week moving average before seeing this reverse. We've never tested the 200 week. So you can see we are above the 100 week and we haven't tested the 200 week. Now, I'm not going to spend too much time on this because once again, you can look at every on chain indicator and many of them have indicated that we have reached a bottom and that we could certainly be at a bottom. But what we want to monitor for the fake out right now is whether or not we can get to 24,000. That's what's very important. Bitcoin should have already have been at 24,000 US dollars. I think with Celsius still having its loan open, it was holding Bitcoin down. I think that was potentially the invisible force. But now that we're seeing that that is completely off the table now, they've paid back that loan, we're seeing that relief. And so the real confirmation, in my opinion, comes at 24,000 US dollars or else this could certainly be a fake out, right? So I'm confident, though, that in the long term, when it comes to dollar cost averaging positions into Bitcoin, this certainly is a great place. And we've either bottomed out here at that $17,622 level or we're very close to a bottom and there's only a couple other support levels below that where we could potentially bottom out. But, you know, uh, I, I've said this many times that even if this isn't the bottom, it, it, we, you know, the hardest thing to do is catch a bottom and a top because the markets are dynamic. They continuously change every minute, every second. There could be news that comes out and that could affect the market since so you have to be like what Bruce Lee says, dynamic and adaptable and like water, right? And when a water fills a glass, it conforms to the shape of the glass. And right now, we are clearly potentially seeing this breakout to 24,000 US dollars, and we're not seeing continuation of the downtrend. Is it a bottom? Well, let's say we don't see Bitcoin come back down to these levels for a couple months. A lot of you could justify that that is a bottom, right? Uh, but you know, what, what, what if something happens later down the road? You know, we don't know you know, the, the outcome of the future. But what we do know is in the immediate short term, uh, we're seeing this potentially act as a bottom. So 
Ryan says, I appreciate the lives. Your analysis that is happening right now is very valuable. Helps me find trades fast instead of a video filled four hours ago where the charts have already changed a lot. Cheers. Absolutely. We know that, you know, there's pros and cons to all the content that we put out. Josh and I's goal is to be there by your side, especially during the hardest times. And that's why we believe live streams are important right now, but we'll certainly get more videos and content out outside of the live stream. Remember to subscribe to Josh's YouTube channel. The link is in the description below. And with that, you know, we're seeing continuation of this uh, right now in the immediate short term talking about that. Let's just monitor 21,888. That's extremely important because I would say that the importance of that level right now is not only does it break the resistance of this, we can call this a W pattern, maybe even a double bottom. This is the neckline, whatever you want to call it. This is significant because once we got above the 2018 previous all time high, the 2018 support, we could call it 20,000. Once we got above the $20,000 support level, this is where we came back below the support level. And so this is the real rejection. And this was the higher low that was formed. And this was a very clear higher low because this was where the monthly candle closed and it decided to pump in the last seven minutes of the close and get itself above this and hold it as support. And so I would say 21,888 significant because that's where we saw this pattern reverse and actually break the support. And so right now getting above 21,888 knocks out this high. And now we're starting to talk about higher highs. And now that's what we could start considering very bullish, right? But for us to, to just, let's say, reject below 21,888, that's not going to be a good sign. And so 21,000 yeah. is the major support if we see that. Uh, but right now, as we're recording this video, 21,888 is extremely important. I'm sure that if this candle can cross above as it is approaching it right now within a few dollars, that we could even see even further volatility there. So let's watch this on a one minute chart. I mean, we might as well start going into the smaller time frames. Uh, I'll, I'll be honest, though, look at this, we're starting to get sell pressure equal to the oh. amount of buy pressure here. So so there's certainly sellers in this range right now. Yeah. So I mean, I sold 50% of my position and, and uh, the price is, keeps pumping. And, uh, you know, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna put my stop loss into more profit right now, just in case, in case we do get rejected, but I still want to be in the game. You know, so it's like, so I'm going to put my stop loss into more profit. It always feels good when you do that, because then no matter what happens, you win the trade. Yeah, we are definitely getting some large spikes of sellers here. I'm going to wow. be completely honest. So uh, don't expect 21,888 to be easy. Uh, yeah, look at that. We're seeing that front run here uh, because I mean, just look at that sell pressure. We're, we're you know, as much as we're pumping, we're, we're getting a lot of spot sells here. So, uh, you know, three minute looks really good, though. Three minute, it, it looks like the ground is fertile with buyers when it comes to retail. And it looks like we're seeing institutional buyers here. So this is a very interesting spot for Bitcoin here. Twenty one thousand eight hundred eighty eight. Let's see if we can knock out that candle. I mean, based on candle symmetry, I know we had that four hour here that just closed. I mean, this to me is bullish. This is a very strong bullish continuation candle. Uh, and so I think what's going to happen here is is we might see the expected reaction of this major resistance at 21,880, but it looks like we're going to break through it. I believe so. And I say that because how the four hour candle just closed. Now, remember, the four hour could be deceiving because we know 
if you're on TradingView and you don't have a premium membership, then you can't even look at the six hour. The six hour I love to watch because nobody's watching the six hour, right? Everyone's watching the four hour. Anybody that even logs, they don't even have to have an account on TradingView. They can look at the four hour chart. So all retail is watching four hour. And so we could certainly see a lot of manipulation on the four hour. Uh, but, you know, sure. it, it doesn't mean we don't take it with a grain of salt. I, I'm still very confident that, that was a very nice close, in my opinion, for the four hour chart. Even the hourly looks really good. We've got two bullish continuation bodies. Uh, no bearish candles that I see even on the 15 minute. Um, you know, obviously, if we go and dissect it even a little bit less than that, um, you know, we could potentially see. Uh, once again, we know this is a major resistance, so we're going to see a reaction here. It looks like we're good to see this yeah. continue though over the next few hours. Um, we just might slow down here at 21,888, in my opinion. Uh, let's see. Martin Renee says, great answer. Thank you. So with that being said, remember to subscribe to the YouTube channel if you've yet to do so. Josh's channel link is in the description below. I think that's good. Do you have any other thoughts, Josh? before we wrap up. I mean, really, we just, you know, told everybody, you know, before all this happened, we, we let them know what the best strategy was. And hopefully they listened, you know, and if they didn't listen, then hopefully this is a wake up call to to get in the game next time. You know? Yeah, just keep in mind, though, we're not completely out of the woods, guys, you know, equity markets like the S&P 500. Look at that 200 period moving average still major resistance. So we're going to wait for more confirmations and outside revolving parts. We know the puzzle pieces that are bullish and bearish right now. The DXY is bearish. The Ethereum and Bitcoin charts, I would say slightly bullish. But if this daily candle continues like this, forming a lower high, that's not going to be too bullish. And really, as long as we stay above 53,500, we'll continue to call this a bullish puzzle piece. But that's probably why Bitcoin's breaking out right now. You know, the Ethereum and Bitcoin chart held strong. And that was important. And because of that, we're seeing the bulls get their chance. And so that's important. Remember, the most important things to monitor here, look at that Bitcoin against spy. Oh, man, look at that. What confluence oh. do we have there? We tested the 200 week moving average immediately got rejected. Yeah. So, and it's crazy because the test of the 200 week moving average here, talk about a calculated move was exactly where Bitcoin was testing a major resistance in the short time frames, which was 21,888. Isn't that crazy? As soon as it was able to come and test this major resistance, which it's yet to break 20,880, not, uh, I'm sorry, it's yeah, 21,888, this candle high 21,838. Um, wow, that's interesting confluence there. So uh, maybe in the immediate short term, uh, I see why you took some profits off that long position, Josh. Um, oh yeah, but I timed that shit perfectly. Yeah. and then my stop loss is in is in profit. So even if it comes down further, I still win. You know? But but I really like this four hour candle close. Uh, but remember, the four hour could be deceiving. Uh, but to me, this says that uh, we should be fine to see this continuation. Uh, and, and so twenty four thousand is going to be that major level to watch. Um, yeah. Anyways, let's put it let's put it this way. Japanese says, "What do you consider shorting at this level?" Um, I probably, I mean, we're in the middle of a breakout, so maybe not. I would just play it cool, you know. I wonder how this what, fractal ended. Here's up. what I would do, though. Here's what I want to say: If I get stopped out in profit, which I already took fifty percent profits, I, I basically entered the trade right immediately after the breakout, and you know, took fifty percent profits at the resistance of twenty-one thousand, or basically 
close to 22,000. Now my stop loss is at 21,446. If it gets hit, then thank God I took profit if we continue down the downside. But here's what I do want to mention too for our viewers. If we continue to pump above $22,000, then I may consider taking a small position size, low leverage on a long at 22,000 if volume supports it with a stop loss directly below the $22,000 level. Um, the reason why is because if we break past 22,000, that's another breakout. So we have, you know, a breakout of the, the, I keep calling it ascending, but it's a symmetrical triangle. So we have one breakout already. We longed that and did incredibly well. We sold at the resistance, 50% of our position, stop losses in profit, majorly in profit, by the way. And, uh, the whole thing is, yeah, like if we break 22,000, then that means that the next, as Naeem said, the next target would be 24, arguably 28,000. And so, um, so, so I may, if I get stopped out, which by the way, I may not, but I, I will, if I do get stopped off or stopped out, I will consider taking a low leverage, uh, small position at 22,000 with a stop loss directly under 22,000 and, and ride that further upside up. Because if we break beyond 22,000, then, it's going to be crazy. I love it. Well, thank you all for tuning into the channel. Thank you, Japlet, Vincent, Ren, for being on. We're going to wrap up this video. If there's an emergency update, Josh and I will let you guys know. And we appreciate each and every one of you tuned into the Snipers channel today. And we will see you all next time. Snipers out.